brother, do you think they'll like this song? Mother, 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 do you think they're gonna hate me? I think that's the next mother, song. Do you think they'll try to break my, my heart? Mama! Everybody, it's Mother's Day. And it's two thumbs undecided as well, Day. This is, um... It is also National Two Thumbs Undecided Day. Yes, which we didn't mean to. For those of you who are confused, um... This is the real, uh... Theme song. But we're not gonna be quiet during this when we usually do. Um... So this is, this is how, for those people confused... This is how we normally begin. There's still a contention on, like, if this should be our theme song, but it's, like, five years now that we've had it, so... Yeah. Why not? Uh, but happy Mother's Day, everybody. Uh, Sam and I... Uh, that was also Pink Floyd. Mother, right? Mother by Pink Floyd. I just yes. typed in Mother, and that was the first thing that showed up. From the album uh, The Wall, I believe. You're wrong. Yes. Or you're right. I am right, yeah. I was going to get confused with either Dark Side of the Moon or The Wall, but I knew it was either one. No, it was definitely The Wall. But... Um, Sam and I both have a mother, and we thanked her for Happy Mother's Day. And I'm sure everyone listening right now listened to our truly, I, I think, groundbreaking episode. Was it in which we two, had two weeks ago? Uh, it must. I think it was two weeks ago. Maybe I don't know. This month has been kind of a blur. The last month, every month now has been a blur to yeah. me. Yeah, it's just everything. Your just eyes like, are constantly like fogging <laughs> over. Yeah, they keep falling out. Yeah. I'm like... Zach currently has two glass eyes that somehow are ding, ding. connected to his brain. Did you hear that? Yeah. Ding, ding. <laughs> ding. Is that, is that a bad... The ding, is, ding, man. Is that ding, ding. I think that's also the noise, the little, um, not Ewoks, but um, uh, Houtini characters from Spaceball go. The they're Houtini like, ding, ding. Oh, really? Yeah, I forget what they're called, and our fans at home are screaming. Oh. The, uh, not Ewoks. I imagine the fans of this show. I, I just imagine just they're 80 years old. Yeah, yeah they're 80 year old. And like, they're just throwing on something. Like, no oh. offense. Not that we disparage. No, we have no ageism. We I'm do just not saying, care if you're 80, if you're eight, if you're two and a half. No, I, I love it. We I don't just, care if you're one of the, the, the what's, the, what's the one Japanese old enough? Whoa, what? Oh, Tokyo Story. No, there's a, there's a, Show called <laughs> Old Enough. Old Enough, which is a, a oh yeah, it's where a you're show like that's a... on Netflix about children go on errands by themselves for the very first time as a camera crew follows along. Um, and it's a Japanese show. Apparently, it started in 1991. Really? But so this we're... is a this is a trend that's been going on. This is like a thing in Japan that um kids do this, where they like go out. And there's the first episode. I've only watched the first two episodes. The as first episode. The kid was only two years old and like nine months or something. So almost three. I'm trying to think, what was I doing when I was three? I was bumping around probably just like knocking over food that like the parents had to go and crap in my pants. Yeah. Well, Zach didn't know how to talk until he was. Why do you keep bringing that up? Did I bring that up? Yeah. You brought, I don't know if it was on air or off air, but I, yeah, no, it was off air. Yeah. And he said to like friend, Zach did it. No. It, it kind of reminds me to bring up a, like a Sopranos thing is when Junior Soprano keeps saying because he has dementia, he keeps bringing up that it's like Tony never had the makings of a uh, of a star athlete. Yeah. And Tony like goes, why do you keep saying? 
It's like a repeating thing. You're going to be 80 years old and be Zach like. Zach didn't know how to talk. Zach didn't know. Like, you're going to be talking to my granddaughter or son and be like, your father never could talk till he was like five. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of true. And then I'll be losing my mind at 60. Yeah. And all you can say are these few. By 60? Maybe. I don't know. I feel like I've had more head trauma than you. You think? Yes. Okay. Why? Bash my... I die... You but, die every day. I die every day. No, I feel like I, I also, throw... your mic just seems very overmodulated. I don't know. It does, doesn't it? I, why I is that? what's going is on. Is it because... Well... Beep. I turn mine down. Yeah, it's still a little... Okay. Is this good? Hello. Hello. That's fine. That sounds better. Yeah. Um, well, I tried looking up film news. Yes. What did you find? And I couldn't find anything because Nothing. my, well, <laughs> my film news, let me retry from my phone. My film, uh, my search database is kind of all messed up since I've been looking up a lot of Dr. Strange stuff. Mm -hmm. So all the news is like, Dr. Strange has grossed $2 million. $20 million. Hmm. Um, well, here's something. Dances with Film Festival sets 25th anniversary lineup. I don't know what the heck that means. Dances with Film Festivals. But, you just pull up the first thing you saw? Yeah, I looked up film news. Okay. But I'm telling you, my feed is just nothing but Doctor Strange because I've, I just recently saw Doctor Strange, everybody. And we'll hold that for the end of the podcast. But yeah, I saw Doctor Strange and... I got a lot to talk about. It was good. Um, I, I'll give my first read. I liked it. Whoops. Uh-oh. I know I was not, but I'll talk a little bit more about why uh, later on. Yeah, I'm trying to find some things as well. There's not a whole lot that's happened this week in the world of film outside of Doctor Strange coming out, which I guess is the biggest news these days. But that um, that's ridiculous, right? I really, like. I feel like I, um, I feel like I shouldn't. Shouldn't be just talking about as usual like Marvel stuff, but I mean it's also Sam Raimi. Mm -hmm. Um, but eh, there you go. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. It's been a. It's been somewhat of a slow time for film and a very um. Uh, yeah, uneventful recently, and yet we go on. We have things to say every single week, um, because this is a weekly show. Um, this is probably episode 120-something at this point. Uh, episodes? Yeah, I'd say so. Oh, my goodness. I love it. Um, I love that, you know, we keep on doing this. Oh, by the way, everybody, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but I will be moving back to Pittsburgh uh, after this month. I've uh, I've what the kids called failed <laughs> at um, in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least that's how I, I mean. The kids love calling it failure. I didn't exactly fail. I just did not find a footing here in New York. Mm. And it is a lot safer. I think we did talk about this. Also. I feel like I did too. It's just it was not official yet. Yeah. Like I just put in my two weeks, uh, two, uh, three days ago on yeah. Friday. But get this, is if once I move back home and I get the job that I'm hoping I can get, I can use the mics. I can use them. I shouldn't mention this. Uh, like, I shouldn't be having this recorded, but I'm okay with this. I'll, I'm going to be using the their mics, which are uh, a lot better. Yeah. And not saying these are good mics. It's just for some reason, it feels like it is overmodulated. Mm -hmm. And I like the mics that I would use at my office. I would have complete control of how, like, I know how to figure it out. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. This, well, I don't know, this board. 
anyways, so don't really have a film news. Um, we have a lot to talk about what we've seen in some things. Um, but um, are we getting into that? I thought no, that was no, no, at no, the no. last. We'll say that to the end. So today, the today's episode is kind of a generic episode because today so, I don't know if there's if you know there's a very special holiday today, and I do want to say before we get into it. Um, Sorry for anyone who does not like Mother's Day, uh, has had a kind of a traumatic time with mothers um, for a variety of reasons, um, but them's the breaks, it is Mother's Day. And, and there is know. a lot of mothers. But, you know, we could all talk about very traumatic, mo- there's plenty of traumatic movies out there about mothers. Well, can I start off right off the bat? Well, I, I encourage you to do so. Um, something Somebody on Twitter just uh, reminded me about. Is this new Doctor Strange movie is a Mother's Day movie? It is about, um, and this isn't too much spoilers because I think it's whatever. But uh, Wanda, mm. uh, who's the Scarlet Witch, her whole entire goal in the movie is to find her children in the in another re- reality because she doesn't want to put in the effort and make <laughs> her own kids. <laughs> I just realized that is. I don't want to. I'm just saying, like she's so dang she, she is she goes batshit. She cr- just doesn't want to go through. Um, like, she doesn't want to go through years the, of it. She, she doesn't want to go through the joys mm-hmm. of making a child. Mm-hmm. If you get what I'm saying, yeah. Maybe she doesn't want to have sex. Uh, no, I feel like I'm disparaging now. What I'm saying is, she yeah, she doesn't like those uh, terrible twos. Uh. Um, she wants to get right to when they're like the Fantastic Fours. The Fantastic Fours. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think her kids in the movie are like right on the cusp of like eleven mm-hmm. to thirteen, where they still like their moms. Oh. And then like thirteen hits. That would be the funny thing is she finds her kids, um, and she like spends a week, and they're like, "Hey, mom, I'm going out." But kids, I just did a whole bunch of horrible stuff to find you. No, I'm going out with Deborah. <laughs> She's cool. Hey, Mrs. Wanda. I'm. That's Wait, not my is name. Still, still the Wanda from WandaVision. Yes, that's yeah. the thing. She started off. I don't know why. Like they made her go completely. <laughs> Anyways, it's a. Don't talk about this too much. Let's yes, not talk you're about... right. Sorry, I could um, ban for it. But also, fun fact: uh, Multiverse of Madness. Yes. M O M. Mom. Oh. And it's about a crazy mom. Well, three, I want to bring up the three, the trilogy, I like to say, of the three mothers. Huh. Um, there's three mom movies that I feel like everyone that always comes to my mind when it comes to mothers. One is Mother! Exclamation point By Bong Joon-ho? No, that's the next. Mother! Exclamation point is Darren Aronofsky. Oh, my. It's with Javier Bardem and... Um, you would um, recommend um, that movie? Um, yeah. I've not seen that movie. You haven't seen it? No. It is a great movie about not going to. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I just Well, it's a great like metaphor for basically um uh, atheism. Uh, That's what no, I heard. Not really. I feel like it's more so of a, a metaphor for like what Mother Earth has to go through, but in a way also um, what mothers have to go through. In li- like it's it's basically the mo- well, I don't want to ruin anything, but it's 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 a one giant metaphor for um, Javier Bardem is essentially Jesus or God, and uh, what's her face? Um, Jennifer Lawrence is essentially Mother Earth. Um, what does Jesus and Mother Earth have anything to do with each other? 
Well, in this kind of Jesus thing... Jesus never was just like, save the planet. Well, not Jesus, but like God in general. Basically, oh. it's it's like Javier Bardem become. It's it's so hard to describe. It's it's kind of like a... Uh, uh, I guess more so like she represents like Mary. Like she represents Mary. But in a way also just represents like Earth itself. Hmm. Um, and like giving birth, like the person that actually goes through the process of like uh. having the kid and like raising or like, you know, actually growing the kid. Um, and it's, it's fascinating and it's, it's honest, it's a great depiction of like motherhood as well as more of the giant metaphorical sense of like, what is, what does it mean to be mother in a much grander way of like, actually like the person that gives the birth, that gives life. Um, to this new child, it's a crazy thing. It's, it's crazy really concept. Not just, I don't think it's just about religion. Like I, 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 I well, did not just, go away I always from the find movie it thinking fun. it's about atheism, even though I think Darren, he is Aronofsky is atheism. like, a, like he's one of those professors of atheism. Athe like him and Ricky Gervais are like, like I tell you, I swear to you, like Whoa. get down on your knees like, uh, and don't believe <laughs> in the God above. Why are they getting down to their knees then? I'm trying. I was trying to do kind of a well. I guess it's maybe a little offensive, but I'm trying to do like an old timey religion. I'm offended, yeah. Um, but I'm trying to think. Maybe if I do a southern accent, like "Hello, my church." Hmm. See, I feel like I'm still being slightly offended. Yeah, offensive. You're offending. Yourself. I'm trying not to be offensive this this year. Well, that's a good. Yeah. Um, that's a good New Year's resolution. I really, I really look back at my life and go, "What can I be canceled about?" But, but anyways, anyway, so, that's so what's one. the second? The mother? second one is the one that you brought Bang up, Bang Joon Ho. Bang Joon That's a good movie. Which is a interesting look at. Um, it's also called Mother. Interesting look at a fairly, I would say, fucked up relationship between a mother and a son. In but which I remember it is. Almost sexual. In fact, I think it is sexual. Okay. I I forget about the sexual. Well, like I what just the... remember it is very uncomfortable the relationship, and maybe not. I, I it's been a while, but it's more so the mom has basically made it so the kid has to be dependent on on her. Right. Uh, but isn't he like slightly mentally challenged? He is also mentally challenged. But I forget. Does she? Um, spoilers. Uh, but I just want to remember. And eh, never mind. I don't want to. I forget how the movie ends. I remember uh, it ending sadly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, an un unnamed and widow lives alone with her only son, selling medical herbs in a small town, uh, while conducting unsolicited acupuncture on the town's woman. Her right. son is shy, but prone to talking. Uh, t prone to attacking anyone who mocks his intellectual disability. She dotes on him and scolds him for hanging out with uh, for Jintae, a local thug. When Jintae is nearly hit by a car, he and so uh, Jintae vandalized the car and attacked the driver and passengers as revenge. Um, but then he gets arrested, and then all this other stuff happened. But there is someone some throwing a rock of a, or something. There is somewhat of like a unhealthy relationship between the mom and um, the son. Um, because it says here she dotes on him. Isn't that mean like? Doesn't that mean like? No, a, not sexual. It just dotes on him, meaning like she lo uh, is very loving on him. Okay. I don't think dote means sexual. And then the last one, the last, and I haven't seen this one. I, I don't know if you've seen it, but the mo uh, the movie uh, Mommy, mm -hmm. the Xavier Dolan movie that got him famous, that he made it when he was oh like my goodness, eighteen yeah. or nineteen. I and he 
well, quote-unquote produced it. His family produced it, but produced it, wrote it, directed it, and edited it. Um, and it, you know, won the Jerry Prize at Cannes. Um, it also, def like, it was shot in, like, one-by-one -one aspect ratio. Um, and uh, it also has, like, a mother-daughter kind of relationship to it. Um, I need to see that movie one of these days. Um, I have yet to see it. See it. Um, I like some of um, what's his face Xavier Dolan's stuff. I've never seen his stuff. I remember when I was um, coming up in film school. I remember like maybe slightly being resentfully jealous of him mm. because one, I'm just not. I'm like the, I always felt like the easiest way to become a successful director is doing these kind of movies. These like true to life movies yeah, like something very personal very personal and then i the thing that made me angry is like i could never do that so Why not? because i find them like i said too easy mm. i uh, and you know what's funny is i did a um, why don't you do it because it's just too e i feel like i would be um pandering mm. uh, it's it's much more fun to be crazy and I know everybody does crazy too, but uh, when you do crazy stuff, a lot more can happen mm. on set and off set. Um, when you do calculated, like, oh, it's about, you know, a young mother who has to raise her son, uh, but the son only has one eye. It's like, okay. Hmm. Yeah, so you really just don't like uh, indie filmmakers then, huh? I guess not. That's why I think I don't watch as many indie films anymore because I'm like, Seen it, been there, know that. That's Interesting. I'm looking here. So uh, Dolan said, uh, so Jane Champion uh, was the one that presented him the award for the um, uh, um, jury prize at Cannes. Mm -hmm. He said about uh, the piano, Jane, uh, Jane Champion's movie, he said, the piano was the first film that I watched that truly defined who I am. It made me want to write films for beautiful women with soul and will and strength. To even stand on the stage as uh, same stage as you, champion, is extraordinary. I wonder Which if I you think is interesting because I really did not feel like that movie um, was really um, that. I don't. know. It felt like it was kind of. Uh, it was still felt some, even though it was, I guess, directed by Jane Champion. It, it felt like it was, it was contorted in a way by the studios that it still felt like somewhat of like the the male gaze. Uh, have you the, ever seen it? The pianist? The piano? Piano. No, I have not. Okay. Anyways, that's a whole nother story. I think I've ranted about One that One day before. I maybe watch, will watch it because it is kind of a very, not very, but it's a little bit of a famous film. It still but it feels is a little dated Oscar of like being, it Beatty. feels slightly Oscar Beatty. also feels um, very dated in like the 90s of just... Um, I don't know. It it felt like she didn't really have any um, like she. It felt like she was kind of just the like the main character was just being controlled by like what the men wanted, and it didn't really seem she had a lot of uh, what's the word? Um, what's the word? Agency. Uh, what is the? Uh, is there a mother in the piano? But I definitely want to talk to someone about this if you haven't seen it. What? Because I think it's a movie that can bring up a lot of debate. I think it, the one good thing about that movie is it, 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 you could take it a lot of different ways. Um, there is indeed a piano. Um, well, no, is there a mother, though? 
There is. But like, that's the it, thing about it, Mother's Day movies is there's so many movies that have mothers because that is. But we're talking about m- more so than I think a mother daughter mother son relationship is the most uh, complicated relationship. I think because like you know, what are you talking about? I, I think there's I think a lot you of could rela- say a mother fa- a mother mother father mother no father. um a mother uh, a mother and her son. That's it's complicated. I, I said that. You, I thought you said mother daughter. No, mother daughter, mother son. Maybe I didn't. So specifically, mother and whatever the offspring is. Oh. I think is the oh. most complicated kind of thing to get into. I, I got to say, it leads to a lot of great storytelling. A lot of great storytelling, and also it's something that, in some way, everyone can have some kind of connection to it. Like everyone, you might not know your mom, but you were born somehow. And everyone has some kind of, even if it wasn't your biological mom, it was the <laughs> mom who raised you, or maybe you had two dads, and like one of them you think of as more of, or maybe you had I don't like think that's how some it... motherly figure in your life or something. Like everyone can kind of relate to a mother oh, story. One of the characters from Doctor Strange had two mothers. Okay, let's get away from uh, so, but like uh, you know, um, but no, I, it makes me actually think like. It's much easier to think of movies where there's uh, mothers, like stand-up mothers. Mm-hmm. And then maybe I'm just lazy on this, but like fathers, like what, like what movies is like my father? Like all I'm thinking about is Nebraska. Well, we can't talk about that. I know that's day. true. That's very true. But when it comes to mothers, you got like, um, of course, the penultimate, in my opinion, of mothers in movies is um, Norman Bates' mother. Well, I was also going to say Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump, you got but, Sally Mae. You know, two different, completely different uh, ways of looking at mothers. But yes, yeah, Psycho is uh, one of the most iconic horror mothers. Horror mothers, mother. So the thing, the thing that we have to break down, yes, for all you out there, is mothers is a great catalyst in movie making because mothers are stereotypically and supposed to raise, like help. They are more nurturing. Yes. And I think that's why I can't think of off the top of my head, besides maybe Nebraska and Dustin Hoffman from Kramer versus Kramer. And then mm-hmm. in that case, marriage story. Yeah. Anyways, um, there's this stereotype, this stigma that mothers are the main providers for children. Mm-hmm. And in a movie sense, and maybe that movies actually accentuate this, um, Mother, the mothers, if they aren't a good provider, they make crazy people, right? Yeah. Or if they're great providers, they help their kids along throughout whatever event. Yeah, whether it be like they they may not turn out to be Forrest Gump, but maybe they're they're going through some sort of alcoholism or mm-hmm. job disparity. And I mean, like, it does kind of home. go back to, oh! the, to the, to the mom. You got yourself. Hold on. I just realized, uh, you got yourself, uh, from grapes of wrath. You got ma. I think her name's just ma mm. who is, I think the architect. The well, like she's she is, just the center of the family. She, she kind of, because you got Judd or Jed. Yeah. Who like comes back from murdering somebody comes back from jail, from yeah. jail, from murdering somebody. And yeah. she's like, Oh, we missed you, Jed. Yeah. Like, don't leave us. Like, yeah. she's like, and then he leaves. Yeah. I always thought Jed was kind of an asshole. Mm. I don't know. I, I need to rewatch. why he leaves. I read the book recently. 
I just rem- um, I just remember like they're they're I forget they they never find a place right. But like going back, so there's Anyways. there's there's Psycho. There's also uh, what's it called? Uh, Carrie, another good psychopathic, another mom. psychopathic mom, and you can see like that's kind of the root of all of the the the. The men. Although you got yourself what was a the fun issue fact with, the, with that. What was the issue with the what? Yeah, well, there's a fun fact about that uh, actor. What is? Um, she thought the entire time that Carrie was a comedy, oh. so she played this the character way over the top. Mm. Just like they're all gonna laugh at you. Yeah, like you know, she was a religious like. Whoa, yeah, like so she was playing it for laughs. Yeah, which worked. It's kind of like in um 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 um, Doctor Strangelove. Uh, who's the one actor? Um, oh, uh, you got yourself uh, uh, the opposite of Scott. that, where he thought he was trying to have it be serious. He thought mm-hmm. it was serious. No, no, no. He well, he basically okay. This is getting off topic, oh. but uh, Kubrick said, "Let's do a take in which like what he wants to do it. He wants to play it serious, and then he was like, all right, just do a take where you're like doing it over the top, just to like get into it, basically, and then we'll bring it back." And then he used the take in which he went over the top every single time. And so he was always like, that wasn't the take that he thought he was, that was like the actual take. So he the, the character was much more over the top um, throughout the whole thing. But anyways, back to moms. Um, so you have the horror moms, but you also have, you know, Forrest Gump, who is probably one of the most iconic Moms, because she literally is just like my whole job in life was to be your mom. Yeah, if I have to think of like a good mom in movies, I, I actually um, watched Forrest Gump. It's a very like very go to movie for American movies because it is so it is slightly Oscar bait because you just throw in a bunch of stuff and have this character. You know, mm-hmm. it's a kid coming over um, his mental disability his. Be, like everything is going against him. Yeah, uh, but he makes basically all of America, or he helps along American history throughout. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if it wasn't for his mom doing what she had to do, yeah, uh, you know, pushing it, getting him braces, having sex with the principal. You know what's funny about that scene? I never realized. What I was did happening. not know. Yeah, I had no idea what was happening. I honestly thought I was. I so thought she confused. was sick. I thought she was like. I first off didn't put two and two together that that was the same person. For those of who wasn't, so there's a scene in in Forrest Gump early on in the movie where a principal basically says like, "Your son is too dumb to join this school." He's not. Yes, mentally. and uh, and like, and then Forrest Gump Sally Fields is says like, "Is there anything that I can do?" And then it cuts to like a sound of like people having sex and like Forrest Gump on the outside listening. Uh, yeah, I always thought like she was in pain or I thought she was like having a miscarriage. For some reason, I thought like my brain went to so many other things besides sex. I thought something was going on at the other house like next to them till I realized they don't live next to any houses. Yeah. And then another thing, too, is the guy comes out and he's sweating. He so- also I thought like it looked like it wasn't like he was happy from. No, it looked like he was sense. in pain. Yeah. And he's like, oh, your mama. Really sure does love you, boy. I thought she gave him like, like, come over to my house, and I'm gonna like. I thought she was yelling at him, mm. like that. Like we didn't hear that, like this noise of the like, uh, uh, like yeah. that. I thought that was something else. Yeah. And I thought, oh, because he looks, he looks in distress. Another great maybe mother's she's movie. Not great at and a, 
we're Sex. getting into some weird. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> we're getting into some more weird or obscure mother movies, School. but there's there's Roma, ah. which is a great instance of a mother movie that is it is a deeply sad mother's movie in which we you know it's about kind of an unfortunate uh situation oh yeah where it Let's, is it is forgot that it's about someone who i mean this I don't came know out a few about. years ago it's just kind of her well, life it is, it's her life but it's centered around her trying to deal with being having pregnant. this kid while like hiding it from the family that she works for and also um you know living during the time of a revolution in mexico um, so there's a whole lot going on there and like dealing with doing this all by herself, completely by yeah, herself. Yeah, because the guy is like, I'm a warrior. The guy's an asshole. He's so horrible. He basically, like she says, like, I think I'm pregnant at a movie theater. She's like, I, I'm pregnant. And he's just like, huh, well, I'm going to go to the bathroom and then just never comes back. Um, which is like one of the worst things you could do. I mean, you know, well, the worst part is, is she goes to like find him again and he's like, like I'm gonna like hurt you if you ever see me again, or like he's yeah. he's being like trying to be all aggressive. Yeah. Uh, while he's at this, ment- I thought it was great, and then doesn't. Eh, never mind. I don't. I don't want to ruin the ending, but great movie. I remember that. That was um, that was a good uh, yeah, mothers. So back to I because I feel like I am more of a uh, a horror dude at heart. Hmm. Um, we can't not forget. That though we as humans appreciate human mothers, there are also other mothers in movies okay. who uh, have been betrayed, portrayed, portrayed, yeah, portrayed. Um, and my favorite being the xenomorph queen from Aliens. Oh yeah, that keeps coming up. Yes, I love, I love it when it's like, oh wait, that's right. Like, so when we're introduced to Alien in mm-hmm. Alien or the Xenomorph, mm-hmm. uh, we're like, oh, my goodness, this thing needs to die because it's killing all the crewmates. Now, here's the thing. This creature is just doing what it was built to do. We hate yeah. it because it's killing all our friends. Now, in a flip turn, flip turn. pigs or cows probably would hate us if they had you know, higher in, uh, in like intelligence, they would hate us for just coming in and being like, do 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 do, nail mm. gun in the head. Yeah, you know, like we are a horror. We do a horror show on animals. Yeah, if they had, if <laughs> if animals made movies, you know. Yeah. So if you think about it that way, the xenomorph from Aliens Two is just real pissed at Ripley for killing all her babies. It's like, why'd you do that? Like, I was just going to eat one of your kids. Now you're going to eat all, like, kill all my babies. Mm-hmm. So I like those kind of mother de- uh, portrayals. Well, are there any, um, like, what's, what's like a strange mother daughter movie, uh, in which it's not exactly verbatim? Cause we can, we can go into, well, what like, about we could... Precious? I've never seen that. Precious, uh, by a either. book by, uh, based on the novel Push by Sapphire. There's, okay. There's a contentious. Uh, well, that's not strange. It's just more. She's another horrible mother. I think. Well, we can get into things like um, Lady oh, Bird. I have one. Oh, what? I have one. 
Um, she's my mother. No, she's my... Wait, what is it? She's my daughter. No, she's my sister. No, she's my daughter. She is my sister. I don't know what you're talking about, actually. Chinatown. Have you ever seen Chinatown? Have you seen Chinatown? He, the, he goes back and forth between... Hold on. Have you seen Chinatown? I've seen it a while ago. Okay, ago. so, okay, spoilers for Chinatown, but Faye Dunaway, the whole thing is, um, I forget it. This isn't the main plot, but Faye Dunaway, they're trying to find Faye Dunaway's daughter, or they're trying to find some, this girl, and then it finds out that uh, Jane, uh, uh, yeah, Jane, Fon uh, what, uh, Faye Dunaway. Yeah. The girl they're trying to find is her daughter, but also her sister, mm -hmm. because her father had sex with her. Mm -hmm. So talk about a. There's your strange mother. Yeah, I think that was my issue with the movie. Was it was a bit too confusing. How is this confusing? Convoluted. What do you mean it's convoluted? Like it just. I didn't. Uh, I didn't care for it. I remember not caring for. It. I've seen I mean, it twice now, and I, I think every time I've just been like. I was not a big. Fan of nothing. the Jack Jack Nicholson's hair in that. I don't think I didn't like Jack Nicholson with a real 1930s haircut where it's like super pushed back mm -hmm. and like parted. Mm -hmm. um, but no, I I liked the Chinatown, and um, I mean it's messed up. And mm -hmm. yes, it is directed by a horrible man. Mm. But um, when I you know watched it, it was. It was like, oh my god. There's also the the one of the strangest mother stories um is Back to the Future. Strange story of uh falling in love. We're not falling in love, but a mom falling in love with her Ooh. daughter. And, or uh, with her with son. son a daughter, which yeah. is kind of you know, hmm, you know kind of that that thought process of like you kind of you date the woman you date who women who look, look similar or to your mom, kind of like your mom. It's kind of like act, but yeah, maybe act. I don't know. Or, I, like I think some people. I, well, is that the psychological thing? I thought it was act or look like your mom. I don't know, but isn't that also what I mean? I know we're not. This isn't Father's Day, but isn't that also the same way with? With, if but you is it look or is it act? Like I think it could you be remind both. me a lot of my dad. It's like you don't look like my dad. Because but I just—it's interesting to think about how that still might play out the reverse way in this situation. Like I wonder psychologically if this makes sense. Hmm. There's probably a book out there. Probably why. because like it looks like the person who you do. Like there, you is, look a lot like me. You look a lot like. I mean, in this situation, they're the same age, and you look like me, but mixed with the person who I am going to fall for. Now and there like is my type. There is the thank God when they do kiss. Thank God. And by the way, <laughs> wait, no, no, not thank God they kiss, but um, thank God that L L Lorraine, Mrs. McFly, uh, there is something where she kisses him. Mm-hmm. Uh, she freaks out, so which is weird. Yeah. Would that actually happen? <laughs> I'm I'm just saying, like, if I didn't know that I was, <laughs> I mean, this happens sometimes, but people do marry accidentally their cousins mm -hmm. or like second generation cousins. Mm -hmm. They don't know. Yeah. Um, what I'm just saying, like, 
it's good that in this movie there's some sort of sense for Lorraine. By the way, I, it doesn't Lorraine kind of sexually assault Marty? Hmm. What do you mean? Um, no, it's it's right. Yeah, she he does not want to kiss, and she's like, I'm here, blah, blah. she's drunk too. Yeah. Tipsy. Um. So getting I sexually, I don't assault, know if that's. What do you mean? It's it, she forces a kiss on. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, but it's, it's not it's like something in which. Uh oh, here we go. I don't know. It's something. It's like it, where it. Did he say no? He didn't say no. I think she was taking on like you're just. Oh, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it I mean, it, okay. The, it is a. It, it's a sexual. I'm just saying. It's not like a criminal. I'm just saying, like, in not only did Marty get like romantically kissed by her his mom, but it was against. There's also his knowledge. I think a, a Mother's will. Day movie that um, <laughs> everyone needs. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've talked about well, Back it's to all, the Future. It's just really funny. You are correct. That is the funniest mother, mother, son or daughter thing because. Uh, so anybody who's a fan of the show Glow, which highly suggest watching Glow, and arguably one of the saddest cancellations of any TV show. Uh, there's a scene where Mark Marin. He's trying to make. He's trying to get funding for this movie, mm. and he's talking to a bunch of waiters in backstage um, at something. And he describes kind of a pornographic version of back to. He's like, so a kid goes back in time and he fucks his mom, but he doesn't know it's his mom. <laughs> um, and then he has to go back in time. And then they're like, "Oh, you mean Back to the Future?" And he's like, "What?" <laughs> Yeah, that's the whole thing. There's this kid who goes back in time and uh, his mom falls in love with him. And he's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and he's like, I've been working on this movie for five years, <laughs> which is honestly what I'm always tired of the fair about yeah. is that I have this big movie that I'm working on. And then it's like, oh, you mean Lemony Snicket or whatever. Lemony Snicket. I'm, I'm just trying to think of a funny. Oh, you mean the Lemony Snicket the series of a fortune event? <laughs> like, oh, man, darn it. So, yes, that. From right, like I'm trying to, I don't have any lists in front of me. You have the interweb, so I I'm do. just thinking everything out from my brain. Well, here's another one. Oh, uh, and this is, I want to, you know, I want to try to like expand the mind of our audiences more than just. Oh! <sighs> also, you can talk about, um, sorry, that more was... than just, um, you know, current things in the last 20 years. Stella Dallas. Love that movie. You're right. Great Mother's Day movie. Shout out to Probably our mother. One of the best Mother's Day movies. Love that because movie. Because she kind of. I don't want to ruin it. Ruin I'm it. Not going to ruin it. Oh. Should I ruin it? Um, she gives it's the been ultimate out for eight, eighty years or yeah. something. So she basically gives the ultimate 60. sacrifice by just not 80. being in her, in her daughter's life because she realizes so, that she is kind of a. Not suited for it's the first it's one it, it was very very believable for me yeah seeing that like she did want to be her uh she did want to have her child but she just realized she's not uh, where she is in life just who she is yeah she's not a suitable mother and she found it was that thing where it's just like uh and that ending scene with uh where she's looking at the gate I'm sitting there. I love watching movies with uh, mama or dada, dada, mm -hmm. and um, it just it you know brings a tear to my eye. Even though I'm not a daughter to anybody, yeah, uh, I still felt that childhood thing of like a mother 
it, it's great. It's I mean, she was like an ultimate mother where mm-hmm. she realized she put away. That's another thing. There's too many mothers in this world who, um, and it's sad to see that are like, I'm, this is my child. I'm not going to give them up. Mm-hmm. And you know, they're horrible. It's a horrible situation and that's damning Yeah, to their psyche and just to who they become too. So, uh, it was, it was very, very selfless for Stella Dallas to give up the child. Give me the child. There's also, um, I mean, we could keep going on and on and on. I, one of the things that I see keep popping up. Oh, well, I don't you know got why, other horror movies. Sorry. Well, not other horror movies, oh. but one of the things that I keep, I keep seeing popping up and I don't quite understand. Well, let me give it to you. Give it. Give, uh, tell me what it is and I'll explain it. Well, now I'm, I'm trying to find it. Oh. Uh, I mean, another great thing about so mothers. I don't know what it is. Fathers, I don't know what about mothers. No, no, no. Like what? Something about mothers in movies just works so much. I think sometimes better than fathers. Fathers are either portrayed as like drunkards. I'm a drunk, yeah. or like I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And it's it's not as. I mean, it's, it's interesting. It's, what is the difference? So the I feel like the thing is mothers. And- trying, they're supposed to be there for the kid. So you can either go two ways. You can either I know I'm feel like I'm reiterating, but you can either have a great movie where the mom is horrible and then you have that kind of just that conflict that you're seeing or it could be a great mom under bad circumstances. I, like a mom trying to save her son yeah. from like the horrors of World War II. Oh, well, actually that that's a father a great father's movie. Uh, Life is beautiful actually. I have not seen that. That is a great but we're not talking about fathers. We're not so get it out of your mind. But I'm saying like th- those are the two. That's the great thing. So so what I was saying, I think the difference between movies depicting like what it means to be a father and a and and a son or daughter, like the the father to their children versus the the mom to the children, is typically in the way that society is kind of set out. It does seem like the the dad his. Their goal, or whoever is the father figure, quote unquote, their goal is to provide for the family. So their goal is to, to, they're off. They're kind of, they can be away from the family. They can have like a little bit of their own personal struggle because their point is to like raise the money or get the job. Think of like pursuit of happiness. Like that is like ah, a, the a great, father. Uh, Will Smith, yes. Yes, the, the iconic, peaceful Will Smith. It's very slapping. Um, mm-hmm. Slapping man. Um, that is the thing is like he is both a father, but he's also trying to fulfill his father role. And there's so many movies of just like that. It's almost in a way like funny. The dad has to do what the mom does. Well, there's the movie Kramer Mr. versus Kramer. There's, Mr. Well, that's not funny, but you got the it is set as funny for Mr. Mom for Mr. Mom. And he's like, I'm a mom, but I'm a man. Yeah. What is happening? Is that what's his face? Adam Sandler? No, it's Michael Keaton. Oh, Michael Keaton. Yeah. yeah. I would actually see. I, but I haven't seen it, but I feel like it would I would be say funny. with with mothers, the difference between them and why, in a way, it's much <laughs> more compelling I, is the mothers. It is much more about the connection between the mom and whatever the off. Like it's about that relationship. Like now, the what moms. About, what I about think, surrogate mothers? Surrogate have we moms. talked about uh, any movies where people are surrogate mothers? Where like you have a lot of surrogate. Father movies. That's mm-hmm. that's weird. I see a lot of surrogate fathers where where it's just like like little Johnny. I'm gonna get you to where you need to get to, but I ain't your daddy. You know. Well, it's this like, pops up in my mind randomly, but Blindside. 
Surrogate mother. That, that is a sur- honestly, that actually I feel is, like there's yeah. a, there's a good deal of surrogate mother movies. I'm just trying to think of some. It's always like you either you have your mom. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to like you're like can I call you mama? I think there's so many. I I'm think just, just, to, to, to name me one besides Blindside <laughs> of another surrogate mother. Mother, where it's just like like I always oh oh I got one great surrogate mother is um is uh Le- uh Gish um Lillian Le- Gish Lillian Gish in uh Night of the Hunter There you go Great it's a great surrogate mother She is a great surrogate mother she's a little she's a little feisty mm-hmm. but she knows um she knows how to raise children and I, she knows how to raise them I think there is much more of a great movie connection everybody. between uh mom Mom and the mom's relationship to the child and having like how like the child is um like the child is like like you know a ruffian or like you know like the child seems to be affected more so have more of an effect from what the mother's relationship where in movies about the father it seems more so like the father has more of like can be a little bit of their own character like separate from the kids which is you know unfortunate it shouldn't be that way and i'm saying this more so as like father in quotes not necessarily the man but like this the father portrayed figure portrayed a lot in movies yes the father figure um another great this slightly diverging off but another great um mother movie i've seen come up a bit is gray gardens oh <laughs> that is, is a weird mother uh edith uh, Bovier Bell and daughter Ida. Yeah. Um, and what's their connection or relationship to Jacqueline Kennedy? I thought they had. Uh, oh, it's the aunt and the first cousin of Jacqueline Kennedy in a decaying home of a 28 room East Hampton man- mansion. Uh, that the two women call home. Pati- patriotic and not coming. The one woman's well, not coming to terms with her. And maybe one of them is a murderer. It's just Not really, really creepy because it's just like no one knows about like the mom is is super old, super old. But also they're just not taking care of their house. The house is literally falling apart. But they also are very they're like debutantes too, right? They're like, well, they like to dress up They're They like to dress up. They want to look shows. good and like put on shows and things. Well, more so the daughter. But like. They are also, I think the interesting thing as well is their connection to oh my Jacqueline Kennedy. Right. That like was the, the fact that like they are very closely related to the Kennedys, but they're living in like absolute filth and squalor. Yeah, it gave us a, it's an interesting story. But actually, you kind of reminded me of another strange mother son I mean, you, if you go into the, you know, deep camp, you're going to find all sorts of stuff. But you got a famous one that you and I actually talked about recently because oh. we watched the show, uh, the, not the show, the movie Polyester. Oh. Now, Divine, now Divine in that movie is, oh, my is a, not a good mother, but that is a hilarious mother. But I am not talking about that. You know what I'm coming to. You get the disgusting relationship between Divine's character and... And Pink Flamingo and her son. Yeah. I have said this on this show many times, and I feel almost proud to say it um, because I've never had such an experience. But uh, Pink Flamingo, and also I had a few drinks, but Pink Flamingo is the first movie I ever threw up to. (laughs) 
It is so gross. Yeah. Uh, I did have like three uh, mixed drinks, maybe four. But I think that movie is like, yeah, definitely one of the most disgusting movies I've ever seen. Just to let uh, everybody know, because we're not rated and we're not censored by anything. Uh, the scene that just to let you know what we're, happened. We're just letting you know. We're just letting you know what you're getting into because you may be like, oh, Pink Flamingos. I would say when we watched this movie, this was like 2018. 18. Yeah. Yeah. It was like right after college. And um, we drank so much rum. We drank Kraken specifically. Well, I think another thing is we were doing a drinking game. We were like, take a drink anytime something gross Disgusting happens. Happens. There was Disgusting happens. There was actually a rule book. Um, no. That we followed, but there's also a scene where she literally eats a dog shit. Yeah, just she's like, "There's shit on the ground. I'm gonna eat it." Yeah, but, but no, that's famous thing. But th- this is another. There's so many other things that actually I saw a review for, and I forgot some of it. But this one is in my mind, and I was not drawing up my guts yet. Is there's a scene where they're just having like a lot, they're they're horny. Divine is horny, <laughs> or something. They're all horny, and and it actually shows. Divine's like, I need to suck your your cock, my son. <laughs> so she, yeah, she um, does fellatio on her son. Now, of course, in real life, these two are not related. So it's not as gross, you know, two consenting adults. But oh, really? What? Oh, I didn't know in the movie. I thought they were related. In real life? No, no, in the movie. No, in the movie, yes. It's a, it's a daughter-son Or no, relation- it's a mother-son what did I say? You said daughter's son. Oh, <laughs> that's weird too, but th- we're not talking about daughter's day. Yes, it's mother. It's, daughter's sorry, day. It's mother and a son. But, uh, you know, it. you have to think in real life, like they are, like, you just have to say they're not actually related. Okay. But in the movie, they're portrayed as mother and son. And she's like, uh, oh, I got a, uh, there you have a penis. Oh, I mean, we could keep going on and on. I'm just looking through like the best, best mother movies. One that. I think it, in a way is like one of the saddest mother movies is Uh-oh. from the perspective of the son is AI. Oh no, that is, uh, th- that movie. And so sadly that is so sad. That's that one of movie. those like happy, but actually Not sad movies. Really? No. Oh, sorry. There's two things I wanted to say before we even, before, I guess maybe well, as a lot we, of e- uh, we're wrapping it up, but I do want to give a shout out to one of the greatest mothers in all of cinema history is, Scorsese's mom. Oh, right. Yes. Um, Scorsese is still alive uh, while we're talking right here on May. Catherine Scorsese is not Catherine. alive. No. Catherine Scorsese died um, in 97. 90- so I, I lived to... in the world that Catherine Scorsese was alive. Yes. Um, but there's a great, great um, documentary. Italian. That, uh, Italian-American. Which All was one word. Produced, which was directed by Scorsese in 74 while he was still like coming up like this was still like he wasn't big yet um but he made a documentary just interviewing his parents about coming to america and like life um and Catherine scorsese of course has been in numerous scorsese movies she's the mother she's, she's always from this... god she's the famous scene in god or goodfellas, goodfellas. she's showing like one dog goes one way we're not goes she's in um other way uh uh, uh, uh oh, she's in casino one? casino those are the only um, two that I truly remember seeing her face. She's also, I mean, she helped out, like, she talked about how, like, she helped out with Mean Streets, um, where she, like, made food for the crew. Right. Like, she was just, like, she was the person that did the ironing for um, 
for the clothes for Goodfellas as well. Um, really? She was in After Hours. She was in Cape Fear. Um, she also apparently was in Moonstruck. It's fun. Um, it's just so funny. I don't remember. Yeah, she was in she other movies. She was in movies. King of Comedy. Yeah, she was in. She just became. Oh, yeah, she's uh, Rupert uh, Plumpkin's mom. She just became like the Italian mom. Um, yeah, who you, and, you like you go over and she's making pasta and just you like. Know, yeah, and she like was the mom to all these people. Which I would love to have an Italian mom to make. I would love that too. I, I actually did have a, a, a friend who I would always go over and they would have such great <sighs> Italian food. Yeah. I mean, a shout out to not just your moms, but anyone who acts motherly to you, you know? Exactly. Those moms you knew in high school who were just or like, moms I miss the took care of you over, you know, a pandemic or moms who, I don't know. Send you baskets when you do uh, have COVID. That was yeah. a very nice, mom. Thank you. Or moms that are, you know, um... Who are uh, becoming mothers. Yeah, to the moms out there who are currently in the process of giving birth. Yes. Um, And then also there's, you know, classic situations in which, you know, mothers who gave, who also have kids. You know, there's Debbie Reynolds, Carrie Fisher. Um, oh, yeah. Dying like three days. And that's, I mean, that's, that's a true. Sad. Yeah, they died like, yeah, a few days apart. One of like heart <sighs> failure. Um, um, But yeah. I mean, happy Mother's Day, although this is a, you know, a tumultuous time for some. Um, for mothers and the planning of mothers. For the planning of mothers, people who have lost mothers, who people who have uncomfortable situations with their moms, people who have um, mother relationships in which mothers have not come to terms with who a person might be. Um, but that's where, you know what, you know, the life is, can be as full of ups and downs no. If you're in downtime, sometimes There's a watching, movie that will help you with it. Maybe watching a movie to see kind of just watch a fucked up movie about a horrible <laughs> relationship with a mom. You can have uh, another one too that I I want to try to get off my 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 tongue is uh, Jason Voorhees' mom, who spoilers is the killer in the first uh, Friday the Thirteenth. You know, literally any single movie has some kind of like my son. Give me a random movie. Throw a random movie at me. Okay, uh, Indian in the cupboard. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also there, that's, I mean, that's a I little think controversial there, there is a mom, too. The mom does play a role in it as like the person that hides the cupboard and stuff is like the person that's hiding the you know, kid's imagination. Funny, is I remember and watching that movie. That's kind of movie. a bad mother in that. Because, like, the whole thing is about, like, how he's kind of using his imagination, but, like... Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. I don't um, think there's a single mom in there. I, I don't think there's a single mom <laughs> in that movie. I think that is the the one movie you cannot watch during Mother's Day. Is don't watch of, that movie. There is literally no... No talks of mothers. I think that's a world in which is asexual, and it's just... I mean, you got talking tomatoes. So, yeah, well, not, I, they're not talking, but they make. Blah, blah, blah. I hate that noise so much. Yeah, you were really scared. Blah, 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 blah. I, uh, I hate Which, that. It's a comedy movie. I hated it. I took that movie so real, real as a real. Even when the guy goes, tomato. <laughs> Remember that scene? I actually, it's been <laughs> he, so long. He looks around and he just goes. Tomato. <laughs> I don't remember that. So uh, it's a that. funny movie. I don't remember. Uh, What's another Mother's Day song? Um, mothers. Happy Mother's Day. 
Oh, you Happy Mother's, Day. Mother's Day to you. Here, I'm trying to find. Charlie Pluth has a song called Mama. Mother. Well, I was singing a Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, that just says Mama. Mama. Well, she's, he's talking to. There's a, a story about a. What? What is that? What's happening? Oh, that was your microphone. Yeah. All I heard was. Ah! I'm like, oh, my goodness. Are we getting attacked? Um, I guess I'm I just could. going to Mother's Day playlist. Happy Mother. Uh, well, we got. Three minutes left. All right. We're not the kind of people who play three minutes. We talk till like the last minute. That's true. We could play one minute. Mama. This is Mother and Child Reunion by Paul Simon. Um, so what's a movie you've seen? Well, okay, I'll tell you the movie I saw recently. Well, I'm a TV guy. The film forum, I will say, has some of the best, um, movies that like if you just are like it's a rainy day yesterday was a rainy day in new york and, and i just wandered into film form and they were showing this movie called diva uh actually i think i've heard of the ow, my caucus diva which came out in 1981 it's a french film uh directed by jean jacques bien bienix blah, blah, i don't know <laughs> um but he it's kind of a strange, but it was it was it's a crime movie, but it was shot so well, it felt like it was neo noir, but like in 1981, so basically still the 70s. Oh, I have not heard. This um, movie. and it was just very convoluted, but it was so pretty and so many cuts against the grain. You know that say the saying like when you're editing, you got to cut against the grain to be interesting. Yes. There are so many things in which someone is moving across the screen and then they cut to a still shot. Where there's just so many of that kind of like interesting cuts, but also long takes. They really knew how to edit that. That is a good movie for editing. This uh, this director actually died the this year. Oh, yeah. Um, I also watched a uh, a, a show yesterday called um, Roar, which is a basically I say it's it's Twilight Zone but for feminism. Um, in which talk it's about like, the duck one. Yeah, there's a there's one episode where um, the a girl falls in love with a duck and it's basically meant to be a metaphor for a relationship that is obviously bad that um she doesn't see as bad and jason manzoukas in it is jason manzoukas is in it as um as uh somewhat the love interest that so real quick um the i've really only seen dr strange go see it if you love a horror and uh sam raimi but i've been watching uh better call saw which has been a hoot and uh, also just uh, started watching the new season of Barry, which has been hilarious. Yeah. So, and it's on tonight. So. Yeah. Uh, happy right. Mother's Day, everybody. Happy Mother's Day. Here's, Here's Abba. Abba. One of, probably one of the most iconic. Mothers. Iconic mothers. <laughs>